I'm interested in renting your house. I'm wondering if your house is available this Christmas. Because if it is, you could be a real lifesaver. Hello and welcome to The Grand Gesture, the movie podcast that looks at romantic tropes in the film. I'm your host, Michael Denniston, and soon you will unfortunately hear my co-host, David Hart. But we also have a guest, which is great. Natasha from the Radass Bitches podcast joins us to look at Nancy Myers' The Holiday, getting in right under the buzzer for uh, the holiday season on New Year's. But uh, hopefully you can apply the lessons learned here, which is to be very rich, blonde, white, and uh, have a lot of time on your hands to read and fall in love with Jude Law. Something we all take to heart in the new year. Hope you enjoy the episode, and uh, please uh, stay to the end so we can promote ourselves once again. really only available for home exchange home exchange what is that we switch houses cars everything i haven't done it before but friends of mine have where are you <sighs> please say somewhere far away la Very normal. Neat freak, healthy, non-smoker. Single. Hate my horrible life. I'm Amanda. Loner, loser, and complicated wreck. Hi. Hi. <laughs> I must say, your house looks idyllic. Honestly. All right, so one of our presumably many Christmas episodes, actually this may just be our second after Elf, uh, we're, we're going to talk about the, the holiday, which uh, breaks one of our first and maybe only rules of this podcast after our crazy stupid love episode. Me and Dave decided Oof. we're not going to do multiple couples anymore, but... This time, Here we are. I guess there's <laughs> just two, but there's two like exes or bad versions of what our lead characters could go with. So, and there's a platonic couple in here too. So, there's a I, lot going on. Here. I don't know what that means. I don't believe in that. So, um, <laughs> especially when it comes to rom coms. No, no way, no how. So, uh, our, our two leads are Cameron Diaz as Amanda and Kate Winslet as Iris. And the basic uh, setup is they do, I guess, the very early internet stages of like Airbnb. They do a house swap, which I 
Who does this? I missed out on this trend, which I guess was a Thank real God. thing back in 2006. And uh, so we, we get them out of their comfort zones. But since this is a Nancy Myers movie, they get into just different comfort zones, very comfortable different locations. Different beautiful homes. Yeah. Yes. Um, but basically both these characters are uh, somewhat running away from uh, bad romantic situations. Uh, and since this being a uh, very glossy Hollywood movie, uh, those bad situations uh, start with uh, Ed Burns for Cameron Diaz. So got to got to make sure to throw him out of the house with his, his laundry. And uh, you know, he's a guy that should be thrown out because he doesn't take advice from the gardener. That who's trying to build the smartest character in the movie. (laughs) (laughs) That little head shake. I was like, listen to that man. (laughs) And is our is our other uh, bad boy here, Rufus? Is this the actor's name from Dark City? Is that his actual name? Yeah, Rufus Sewell. Yep, correct. See, I'm uh, Sewell, which is a strange last name. I find that more believable than this dude being named Rufus. But Rufus, yeah, that's fair. (laughs) Anyway, he is not to be trusted, and we see uh, beautiful. And intelligent Kate Winslet hopefully get away from him by fleeing to Los Angeles. So our our basic meet cute here is going to take a little while for those couples, but I would I would say given the premise of the film, it's these two women meeting maybe as a lifeline to to maybe a an alternate uh, path they can take, and that's uh, going to uh, jolly old England or uh, Los Angeles. And I do say jolly old England because it is like. Santa's Christmas house, England. It is like clearly yes. a, uh, a set. So uh, let's, let's kick it off with our guest, Natasha, this basic setup. I mean, it's, it is pure Hollywood fancy. Does it, does it work for you that these, these two women decide to switch places and switch locales to uh, not to find love, but to, to leave, leave it behind. Oh uh, yeah. Cause I mean, sometimes you just need to get away. <laughs> and uh, you know, I, I think that, it's interesting that um, Cameron Diaz's character is trying to get away from like this, you know, hyper um, work driven um, life, her breakup with, um, with her boyfriend. Um, And Kate Winslet's character, Iris is trying to um, get away from this kind of one sided um, romance. Sure. Sure. Absolutely. Let's just, switch houses for two weeks yeah yeah sure why not let's do yeah let's just do it (laughs) very quickly happens too like when can you do it house tomorrow overnight let's go get my plane ticket good to go my wife uh since she has made pretty much all travel plans for us like ever uh, other than me saying like hey i think uh, regal is playing that movie at this time that's the extent of my travel plans <laughs> um she she's somewhat grumbled she loves this movie but she somewhat grumbled w- with the uh the uh speedy process of their travel arrangements but let's, let's get to the fantasy elements of it so dave absolving of of all that of all practicality do you like that do you like that our our two lead characters are running away from their problems is instead of meeting them head on. Yeah. I mean, I'm fine with that. And I think you would be, I think with any cowardly day, yeah, as, he's, as he's known on Twitter, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Anything to get away from Reno. That's right. Um, so I think with any broad romantic comedy like this, you have to kind of make allowances for things like this. Like, do we really need to spend 
you know, another 15 minutes talking about their travel plans and their difficulties at the ticket window. Like, let's, just, long let's just get to where we're going. Yeah, exactly. Two hours and 20 minutes. And I also, wow. yeah, this is a long romantic comedy. It Thank does God. not need to be any this longer. This is great. And <laughs> yeah, your dream. Uh, but the thing that interests me most is I was, I was watching this with my wife also, uh, watching all these romantic comedies with her as one should. And my first question to her was like, would you do this? Like, would you not, would you run away from your problems, but would you move into someone's house and would you let them move into yours and drive your car and sleep in your bed and all these things? And she was like, I don't know if I could bring myself to do that. So I think in an interesting way, it makes the the main women in this movie a little bit brave hmm. to be willing to That's do that, to, to take that yeah. leap and to allow someone into their lives in this weirdly distant but intimate way i think that's that's kind of a cool setup like i i kind of i kind of dig the opening of this movie a lot look at you coastal elite coming in and talking about how progressive <laughs> the holiday is that's right that's right <laughs> you, see you a lot of, never know what i'll say mike <laughs> see a lot of a lot of white faces on this but sure it is the most yeah. progressive film yeah. of the century uh, thank you dave for having that those hot are take. your words sir <laughs> i'll have to find a way to the edit moonlight those, those words together sure yeah yeah this and moonlight very similar films of course <laughs> <laughs> all right so we, we have our, our buy-in uh not to that that thought i'm sure i've lost a number of listeners there um but to the central premise here and as as i mentioned it's you know a fairly lengthy movie uh so they also quickly get to I guess you would call these two guys here played by Jude Law and Jack Black, uh, Graham and Miles, as better options, uh, better alternatives to what uh, previous uh, romances our characters have, have had. Although, strangely, the, the, the meet-cute with Jude Law is him banging on the door late at night drunk, uh, demanding to come Sounds in. Sounds good to me. <laughs> so, I mean, so he can take a open piss. the door. Jude Law comes in. That's fine. <laughs> If it's someone less attractive, maybe it doesn't work so well. But with Jude Law, I'm okay with it. I don't, I don't really care who's at at the door here. It doesn't matter to me. I think Jude Law is good in this film. He's very charming. But the yeah. the best thing and the thing that I always forget about this this movie is just because I'm so used to the 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 staple the uh, of the rom com. Uh, I guess the the pleasure delayer uh, version, like we see in something like Vanilla Sky, which. As Tom Cruise learns, that was a mistake. The ultimate romantic comedy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, at least to me it is. I always forget that uh, Cameron Diaz and Jude Law fuck on the first date. It's glorious. Yeah. yeah. It's so sex yeah. positive. Good night. Sweet dreams. Uh. Do you think you could, um... <laughs> Would you mind... Trying that again. Uh-huh. Weird. <laughs> Kissing a total stranger. Really? I do it all the time. <laughs> Let me try this. Maybe if I closed my eyes. 
um, given that I'm in a bit of a personal crisis and um, I find myself in a total stranger's home in yeah. a town that I can't actually remember the name of, and considering that you showed up and you're like insanely good looking and really drunk and probably won't remember me anyway, um, I'm thinking we should have sex. If you want. Is that a trick question? I'm actually serious. And not that this matters, but I've never said anything like that in my entire life before. <laughs> Just that this whole knowing that I'll never see you again thing is kind of exciting. I mean, this is what a vacation's supposed to be, right? You're supposed mm. to vacate your life, do the unexpected, and you are definitely unexpected. This all sounded really wonderful till I became the cabana boy. <laughs> Just like a bonus. Yeah? Yeah. Never meet me when I'm sober. Oh, deal. Oh, also, I should warn you. I'm not very good at this. This being? Um, sex. Okay, now, that cannot be true. Nevertheless, the guy that I lived with mentioned it once or twice, and a girl does not forget a comment like that. Not even me. <laughs> could I be? Oh. <laughs> Sex is pretty basic, mm. right? Mm -hmm. I mean, am I pretty much talking out of this? Strangely, not at all. How do you feel about foreplay? I think it's overrated. Significantly overrated. You are quickly becoming one of the most interesting girls I've ever met. It's, it's strange because Cameron Diaz... I know there's there, there's a uh, a lot of haters out there. Hello, Sheila, our our super fan who despises Cameron Diaz, <laughs> despises that I keep uh, you know forcing Dave to watch movies with her. This is the second one now, right? This is <laughs> second of many. Vanilla Sky coming soon. <laughs> I think Cameron Diaz does a really good job, and Sheila may think like uh, this is easy for her. It's that she is incredibly grating. Her her Amanda yes would t I mean she is Cameron Diaz. She's, you know, uh, normally a very charming movie star. Sorry, Sheila. And here <laughs> she will she will talk you out of her company. Like, you know, and it, Oh yeah. I I I forget about that and, and I convincingly so. Yes, convincingly <laughs> okay, so. Okay, I'm leaving. Fine. Jesus. <laughs> and I think that's part of the the buy-in to this uh with with them having sex because that could lead to future awkward encounters. But I think we, you know, she is so incredibly awkward anyway in her life is that we would rather her just have awkward moments that at least where she's had some fun, at least some, some goddamn right. fun at this point. And I'm, I'm just impressed with that. I love the meet cute here. That is just a presumably drunken one night stand that just continues on, just keeps it just stretches yeah. and stretches. So <laughs> like, Natasha, what, what do you think of our of our meet cute with the the actual couple that we're going to follow with uh, Jude Law and Cameron Diaz? I mean, she makes it pretty clear that she, you know, that she she's kind of vacated her life. She's gotten in, you know, she's in England. This is a new experience. He's drunk. She can drink. They'll just do it and and just be a completely you know different person. I mean, that's not her. Um, and you know, she pretty much she puts the puts it full stop, you know, 
I, I don't see this going anywhere. I, I'm just I'm just here for a good time. And I'm, I think that that's fine because sometimes you just you just need to have a good time. And I, I totally I, I totally buy it. Yeah. Who would want to have a good time with Jude Law? I mean, look at I him. mean, right? <laughs> Dave, come on now. Stop, <laughs> stop objectifying the man. He's not just a piece of meat. Cameron Diaz already did that for my you. Only, right, that's that's my only issue with his entrance is no one in the history of humanity has ever looked that good while being that drunk. It's never happened. Hmm. I know, and then he loses his contacts, and I'll just... Yeah. The glasses, man. <laughs> Those glasses. Got that professor look going. Yes. Yeah, All right, enough of that. Uh, Dave, you're making everyone uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm making you uncomfortable. Just a little bit. I'm trying to. I'm trying to transition to the uh, the more PG rated uh, romance on the uh, over in America, over in the states, where that. we have uh, Jack Black and Kate Winslet. And this is, I guess, a minor spoiler for whatever reason. If you're listening to the holiday podcast and you're deciding to Wait, let what? us be the one to to sort of lead the horse to water here, but Jack Black and uh, Kate Winslet, they there's a kiss. Kiss on the uh, the cheek is that, and that happens like that. That's like how they consummate the idea that they're going to be possibly a romantic pair that they're going to go on a date. Do you do you like that that divide between you know one half of this movie is going to be this one night stand that continues on? You start from that point, whereas there's it, it seems like just a genuine friendship developing with Jack Black and Kate Winslet mm-hmm. because they both talk about you know he talks about his girlfriend and she talks about. The, the guy that she left behind that she needs to get away from. Do you like that? They, we switch back and forth and volley between the very attractive Jude Law. I'll say it for you. And then <laughs> the more sweet romance that starts with Jack Black. I don't know. To me, it feels really uneven. And I think maybe that had to do with my, un- my expectations of the movie. Cause I, I had never seen this before we uh, set to record this. No one. And I, you know, looked person. it up on, put that right. on record. This uh, is and I looked, looked it up looked it up and it was like you know two women switch houses and find love so i was expecting this to be like very balanced between the two of them but the kate winslet stuff honestly focuses more with her relationship with this you know older guy from the hollywood elite who she's trying to like nurse back to health and get back to his life rather than this romance with jack black and i also think that there's really only one director who seemed to be able to harness Jack Black in a good way. And that's Richard Linklater. Uh, And she, I think uh, she lets him go a little too much in this movie and he becomes (laughs) a little obnoxious and hard to root for, for me, that video store scene, Uh, the the movie score. Have you seen this? (gasps) Chariots of fire. Loved it. Cling, 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 cling. Such a great score by Vangelis. He took electronic scores to a new level. It was groundbreaking. I'm going to test you on this later. Okay, driving this Daisy, Hans. Very unexpected. Do you remember how great it was? Is this a bad game? No. Okay. Keep going. Sometimes I get self-conscious about my garada and scrattle are you embarrassed by this game I've started to play? Okay. It's not elaborate. I can go loud. Mmm. Bottom. Two notes. And you've got a villain. I don't know what to say about it. Totally brill. Uh-oh. Where have you gone, Joe DiMaggio? I bet you didn't know. 
That was all written for the movie. It was a score, technically. I didn't know that one. Can't go anywhere. Oh, my God. Okay, this one, you have to check this out sometime. The mission, the score is genius. It just comes from a totally different place. It's like, I can't even... Just promise me you'll rent it and listen to it. Renting. Thank you. Oh, God. It's awful. Brutal. Do we have a promo for Hard in session film to play right now? Because I imagine that's how yeah, all JD states go. His poor wife. <laughs> My goodness. <laughs> I should just play that now. Play a promo so we can get our shit together. But, <laughs> um, you know, I understand what you're saying, but I'm kind of fine with it in the sense that I'd say on the first time watch, I wouldn't even, I mean, you assume like, yes, they're going to end up together, but watching right. the film, it doesn't necessarily feel that way. Like it doesn't, you know, no, I feel uh, like all these stories he's telling and just sort of, I guess, letting his guard down and saying, Hey, this is, this is what I'm about. Uh, he's doing it not the aim to, to be cute or tell her stories. This is just like, he's, he's comfortable around her. And of course that right. ends badly because in that video store sequence, that's when he happens to see his girlfriend, his actress, who he thinks is out of town, uh, walking <laughs> with, you know, just generic anti-Jack Black. It's just like sort of douchey dude. Yeah. That, like, I think that's the yeah. character's name. Douchey dude. Uh, <laughs> which, you know, I'm, I'm sure that's, an IMDb credit that's for a good, that one. that's a living. I wouldn't mind making. It's better than this shit doing podcasting. So yeah, yeah douchey dude story. Good for you, man. If you can get those gigs, <laughs> keep doing it. Um, I, I would say that he didn't bother me. What, what about you, Natasha? Did, did you like the uh, the pairing between Jack Black and Kate Winslet? I'm not a huge Jack Black fan. Um, this is probably the, the only role that I will I will tolerate him in. Um, <laughs> tolerate. So, oh, so took a left turn. <laughs> you know, I don't like him. I do. I, I I would agree that it's that it's unbalanced. Mostly because of the two female characters I identify with Iris a lot more. And I think that that's part of it. You know, I I think the average woman would probably identify with Iris more. But I I don't know. I feel like there could have there could have been more. I really appreciate what she does for Eli Wallach's character. But I don't know. I feel like in some way she got the short end of the stick. Yeah, I feel like uh, in a certain regard. Jack Black. Well, I think I think Nancy Definitely Myers shortened. is the one doing Jack Black a disservice a little bit because there is such a and I always forget there's such a focus on the Eli Wallach character uh, of this this uh, sort of legendary screenwriter who who lives in uh, the neighborhood that uh, Kate Winslet is I guess shepherding to this event that's celebrating him and that's what leads to the culmination as I said where Jack Black finally asks her out because he. Mm -hmm. He, he by showing up, he's announcing that he's over this, this somewhat abusive ex, not physically, but uh, emotionally abusive ex. Mm -hmm. I I like Eli Wallach and I like that, but I I felt like the movie is somewhat afraid to make Jack Black a romantic lead because yeah, the, the romance for Cameron Diaz and and Jude Law, uh, it, you know, the barriers there, and I guess this will lead to our, our breakup is that he is very attached and that he is a widower that is, he has two daughters and can, can they balance that lifestyle? Because he is, he is rooted there. This is, this can't just be a fun one night stand if they want to continue on. He's not right. just going to uh, move to LA with her and her ginormous house that she has, that <laughs> which my wife hated the staircase. She was like, I don't think she would have that. I don't carpeted stairs. I don't, 
<laughs> Which I also thought <laughs> things, the things <laughs> your wife picks out of these movies. <laughs> Amazing. She she was sort of warning Jude Law off from that, like mm, a little bit tacky taste there from Cameron Diaz. Look at that weird staircase jumper. <laughs> Harsh. Yeah, I have to I have to consider that my wife is a mean girl in certain respects because she's one that <laughs> a little bit would uh, maybe have made the Amanda character a little neurotic, but. The breakup there is all about how they can continue this love story. It's barriers to to love. And the breakup for uh, Kate Winslet and Jack Black is they bring in other people. You know, Ed Burns doesn't show up in jolly old England to to put any sort of, you know, uh, awkward encounter with him and Jude Law. But they do that to Kate Winslet and they do that to Jack Black. And I I don't really dig that. I think that if you're going to commit to the idea of Kate Winslet going with, in this case, I guess the nice guy of Jack Black show a little bit more of their romance. Like I don't, the, yeah, they're everything is uh, sort of just skimmed over and the breakup is just, Hey, we're now available and you're nice and I'm nice. So I guess we'll go on a date at <laughs> we some point. We should be nice together. It's not exactly yeah. hot. It's not very erotic material. We're dealing no. with here. And Kate Winslet deserves better. That's all I'm saying. I say give Jack Black a chance to both of you, Dave and <laughs> yeah. Natasha, let him. Well, no. I think that part of part of Jasper showing back up is because there's this whole, you know, conversation that she has with um with Eli Wallach's character about um, you know, her having gumption and you know, being willing to get away from this you know, guy that doesn't treat her right. You know what I've been asking myself all night? What? Why I'm bothering you with all these questions. I'm wondering why a, a beautiful girl like you would go to a stranger's house for her Christmas vacation and on top of that spend Saturday night with an old cocker like me. Well, I, I just wanted to get away from the people I see all the time. Well, not all the people. One person. I wanted to get away from one guy. Her next boyfriend, who just got engaged and forgot to tell me. Sorry. So he's a schmuck? As a matter of fact, he is a huge schmuck. How did you know? He lets you go. This is not a hard one to figure out. Iris, in the movies we have leading ladies and we have the best friend. You, I, I can tell, are leading lady. But for some reason, you're behaving like the best friend. You're so right. You're supposed to be the leading lady of your own life, for God's sake. Arthur, I've been going to a therapist for three years. And she's never explained anything to me that well. That was brilliant. Brutal, but brilliant. Thank you. And so that in, in that moment when she finally absolves herself of this relationship with him, like she realizes that she does have this gumption and it's this you know, very triumphant scene. Um, so in that way, I can see why he would show back up, but I still feel like it takes, you know, it just like takes away those precious moments from, when, like you said, when she can, you know, be more romantic um, with Miles. 
but I see, I see it as like a character development moment. Sure. But. Yeah, because the Eli Wallet character, you know, that's that's putting it out there for the audience. We're verbalizing that she's she's not yet the leading lady of her own life. That she is playing like the mm-hmm. the best friend. Although in this case, she's not the best friend to anyone in particular. Like you know, she's mm-hmm. alone. This is supposed to be an adventure. Um, what Dave? What do you make of her playing a part in the the breakup? Uh, accidentally of Cameron Diaz and Jude Law because I feel like the the movie it was hard for me to even have a breakup moment between those two characters because it just feels like like oh maybe we shouldn't do this and then it's an awkward phone call with the sister and then like the very next day it's just like <laughs> no we're gonna keep doing this this is good yeah yeah I mean there's a lot about her storyline that there's a lot about it I like, but unfortunately most of it isn't, doesn't have to do with the romance angle or, or the breakup at all. I I do feel like bringing Jasper in, it feels cheap to me. It feels, it feels a little easy uh, to just like have him kind of fly in. How's he getting away from his fiance? Newly engaged. What what is he? Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't make any logical sense. It's a big leap. Um, I'm glad she got to have her moment, but I feel like, you know, she could have had that moment on the phone. If he said like, I want to come out there and see you, she could have still had that moment and they could have made that quicker and focused on her relationship with Jack Black. But I don't think the movie is willing to do that. I think it's interesting with her being the, the quote unquote nice girl. And Natasha said, like the, maybe the character that more women would identify with they, she wants to keep her like distant and she wants to keep her pure in this movie uh, instead of actually letting her have an actual romance, they just have this very innocent relationship with Jack Black kind of just beginning as the movie ends. Yeah, that's uh, that bothers me because that goes back to my favorite point that Cameron Diaz and Jude Law, those people fuck. Fuck. <laughs> so, <That's it>. yeah. <laughs> let's let's see more. I know you all hate Jack Black, but, you know, I, I listen to a little bit of Tenacious D. I... I, I <laughs> <laughs> I know some of their lyrics are very sexual, so let them throw out a kielbasa sausage <laughs> lyric, a lyric. See how it plays. <laughs> you know, she might be into it. Who knows? Yeah, give them a chance to show a little bit more personality. Yep. I was just going to say you brought up like the the other kind of pseudo breakup in this movie, which is we find out Jude Law's character has these two little girls, but. My only issue with that is like these girls are perfect. Like these are the perfect children for like when she comes over, like that interaction, like everything is so pure and wonderful and great that it doesn't feel like as much as much of a problem as maybe it should in a movie like this. Like, yes, it is shocking that he has kids, but he's everything is so nice in this movie yeah let me choose my words carefully here which means i won't at all and i'm gonna say something (laughs) terrible but there is yes do it (laughs) uh, it's like a strange sort of fetishizing of like the family man or like the 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 perfect widower here where like as you said like he makes mention of the fact that he's like covered in food and he's like learning how to sew and all this but we don't see it and in fact he has it all fucking together everything looks great yep and that's that is Nancy Meyer's sensibility. As I said, this is it's a fancy film, and right. I have no problem with her making fancy films because they're fun. And it's weird mm-hmm. though that there's such a lack of fancy and adventure from the Kate Winslet side, 
And really, the, the Jude Law, like, he's the one that's bringing, as he keeps saying, baggage, some real-life issues. He's grounded. And that still has that Nancy Myers sheen to it. So I, I, I think some, yep. I think she's yeah. clearly, it's strange. I think she is clearly more interested in that side of the movie, almost as if that could have been its own thing. And Kate yep. Winslet, I don't know if Nancy Myers, I don't know if I believe her when she wants to make her the leading lady. Cause I really still feel like she's the best friend to Cameron Diaz or Jude Law here in a strange way, yeah. even though they only share a scene of the, the very final scene. She's still secondary. I think yep. that's part of Nancy Myers sensibility though, because with Amanda kind of talking about her relationship with her parents and the whole three musketeers thing and, that, you know, it turns out that that's what, you know, the little girls call them as well. So, yeah, I think it's kind of shows a parallel between him and, and the and the girls and then her and her what had been the relationship with her parents. There is there is, you know, there's strange uh, issues with with these characters in the Nancy Myers world trying to try to mm-hmm. grab onto anything you can identify with as yeah. far as some semblance like th- this might as well be on another planet this is the matrix as far right. as i'm concerned <laughs> but you know cameron diaz her character amanda being this workaholic that cuts trailers out of her house i'm just like <laughs> and has dreams with trailers over them it's <laughs> like you can you could probably do that fucking anywhere like what do you, what do you mean like it seems you work from home right just you know <laughs> You never to England. Okay. <laughs> Deal with the time difference. That's it. Oh, you don't. I don't know if I can, you know, send out, put this in Dropbox at this time. It really <laughs> bothers me. It's going to bother the people double clicking on. I don't know. I, that I don't, <laughs> I don't really understand. And, uh, I don't, I don't really like her, her issues with crying. It's strange to me. Um, it's, it's strange that that's when she realizes, she realizes that this uh, means something, uh, to her. I don't know. These, these well, characters. that you can see coming from the beginning of the movie. Like, why would Ed Burns they, care like, if she can't cry? There. What? What? Yeah. Does that seem like a guy? <laughs> he probably sees no. that as he sees that as a huge plus. <laughs> she Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there, there, there are these these details that do feel like uh, these are rich people's problems. Oh Very yeah, white so. people, white just people problems all day. Yeah, and you you mentioned you know Natasha, you mentioned the thing with the three musketeers being repeated. Like, there's a lot of moments in the movie that are just a little too twee, like just a little too cute for my for my sensibilities. Where I'm like, oh okay, we're what are the chances? Okay, I guess we're doing that now. So let me let me double down on that because I've already I've sort of already given the grand gesture. Cameron Diaz weeps. I don't know if it's convincing or not, but it convinces her to run through Hobbiton or wherever the fuck they are, like through the snow. <laughs> and, so ready. Yeah. Um and 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 get Jude Law back who of course when she opens the door he's he's weeping because he's announced <laughs> that he does that. He's all a prior. Yeah. Uh so that that's that grand gesture and then uh on the other side it's just Jack Black showing up. Um I don't know. Showing I was, up. I was yeah. trying to I was actually trying to give him a little bit more like I feel like um, during that, uh, the breakup, I guess, with his, his abusive ex, is he like, is, is the music playing like the, basically the theme for, for, for Iris that he's created is, is it like she's in his head? Uh, it's strange to me yeah. that the points Nancy Myers emphasizes, like I said, the Cameron Diaz crying. I feel like that's actually pretty cute. Like, I actually like that. That's, I mean, 
music is this guy's passion. It really got on Dave's nerves at the video store. That is just glossed over again. Uh, Cause I had to like go back. I'm like, wait a minute. Yep. Like he's got Iris in, on his mind. Like he's not even hearing what she's saying. Shannon Sossman's like the Charlie Brown teacher or whatever. Just, wow. I, and I'm like, why is Nancy Myers not playing that moment? Cause that, that to me is better than Cameron Diaz running through the woods. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just one more example of, and you mentioned the the grand gesture for Jack Black here is to just show up to this thing he said he would go to to begin with, which is not the biggest grand gesture that we've covered on the show, surely. And it's just one more example of, you know, Kate Winslet's character just kind of, kind of getting the short end of the stick here. Like, there's yeah. no big moment. He just shows up and kisses her on the cheek and... I guess now we're off to the races with this with this relationship, whereas with this other relationship, it's, you know, whether you like the moment or not, it's a bigger moment than Jack Black just showing up like her finally actually feeling something real and getting past all the baggage that she has with emotion. That's a big moment. And Kate Winslet's back in L.A. just getting, you know, Jack Black kiss on the cheek and that's it. Well, she's got Eli Wallach on the stage in front of her. It's highly erotic. That whole thing is just <laughs> charged. I'm just going to let you drift in the wind on this one, <laughs> sir. <laughs> Does it go back to Natasha? The the idea that Nancy Myers probably works best when she's presenting a fantasy, and so you know, Cameron Diaz running through the woods in the in the snow. Uh, probably not a moment many people have, whereas the Kate Winslet stuff is slightly more grounded. I mean, that's, and I'm not knocking it, but like someone showing up to something that is important to her and important to, you know, those people, like, I think that would be something that people would take more notice of in real life. That's something they can expect as far as like, oh, this guy's a good right. dude. Like he's, he, he knows what he wants. Like, you know, he's just, he's. He deviated only now. in the sense. Well, I was about to say he only deviated in the sense that he he resolved that prior relationship. He didn't let it linger. Like he, in that moment, he right. just kind of hears the other person out. He gives them that courtesy, and I, I feel like that's that's a pretty cool thing. Like it's it's played as if possibly he's going to go back to her, but I think it's just it's within his character of just being a nice dude. So, yeah. is that I'm is thinking. that enough? Is that enough for us uh, in the movie? No, I think yeah, absolutely. With 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 Nancy Myers presenting that fantasy of of Amanda running back to um to Graham, um, I, I still wish there had been more for Iris. Like I, I guess I keep coming back to the fact that I feel like she got she just got shortchanged, and and it was and that moment was less about her. Like I think, and for me, the a, a really tragic moment in the movie was when he you know he 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 had pretty much miles had given up on shannon sossman's character um and uh maggie and um you know they were they were having sushi they were enjoying themselves and then all of a sudden she calls and and it, that was so tragic for me because that is something that i can super relate to being the friend because I feel like she in that moment she was the best friend she was a she was in that friend role to Miles and so the girl calls and he just leaves and he leaves her and she has to pay for the sushi which I think is really shitty and um so then she's just there she's just there like with her sake like okay well what the fuck I just have to sit here (laughs) 
<laughs> I like Natasha's version better. Like, you know, why why do we not have access to Iris and her thoughts? Where are her movie yeah. trailers where she's what the like, fuck, man? Yeah. <laughs> and, and so then you know, and then all of a sudden he's there, and it's like. Oh, let's New Year's Eve together in in England. I've never been there before, and 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 then she's like, "Yay!" But it just—I don't know. For me, it's kind <laughs> of like I would have been like, "Well, the fuck!" Like three hours ago, you were ready to go back to you know your your actress lady, and but I don't know. I just I just feel like. She, Hashtag justice for Iris. Like, she needed more. Do you think that she's she's being a bit more considerate than than we are to him because she's just gone through the same thing where she's like, you know, he needs to have his he needs to have his leading man moment where he decides for himself, like, you know, I I deserve better. Like, I do agree with you in that moment. (laughs) Poor Iris. Kate Winslet is just being the best friend. And it is weird. It's weird that the grand probably the movie grand gesture as far as them going over for this new year's date is pretty much unseen. They're, they're just supporting characters to Cameron Diaz and Jude law and the family sort of making a life for themselves like that. We can see what their future looks like. Don't really know with Jack black and Kate Winslet. I I hope it's, you know, more erotic than Eli Wallach giving a speech on stage (laughs) because that doesn't work for Dave, but you're close to Jude law, I guess, you know, get to right. stand next to him and I don't know, talk about spit up, whatever he talks about, Mr. Good enough napkin face. I don't know whatever he's on about. I wasn't listening. I'll just admit. <laughs> well, when he covers his face, what's the point? I mean, come well, on. maybe then I actually would listen. I, I can hear what you're saying, but until then I'm just like, yeah, you're really good looking dude. You're really. Yep. Very true. <laughs> I'm glad we've come to this agreement. Well, Dave, uh, <laughs> Natasha kind of starred us in on like, you know, what real life experience we can take. And believe me, it's hard from a Nancy Myers joint. It's a little bit, yes, it a little is. difficult, <laughs> but she, she sort of alluded to that, that moment of, of, uh, of being left behind to pay for sushi, which was strangely specific. So I, I hope whoever <laughs> that bastard was listening to this, <laughs> Natasha, but, uh, son of a bitch. Yeah, Dave, uh, do you have anything that you uh, thought about when watching the holiday that has happened or you can apply to your personal life? Well, I think it kind of, for me, goes back to the beginning. We we joked about how progressive this movie is, but I do really think that it takes guts to, of course, you know, in a Nancy Myers movie, like you, you don't have the, the trip planning. You don't have the, like, can I afford to go to London? Can I afford to go to LA? But I think there is a, there's a real validity in like, you know, taking a chance and changing things up when your life is not going the way you want it to. And I, I think there's, you know, there's a, there's honor in that. And I, I really, that's something that if I can afford to, that I would hope that I would be able to do is just in a, in a moment, if things aren't going well in my life to have the courage to switch things up and to not just do the safe thing, because the same thing for both of these characters is to stay where they are. They both have jobs. They both have lives. They both don't seem to be struggling on the rent. They seem to be doing okay. Uh, so, you know, just kind of, you know, count your blessings and keep doing what you're doing. But instead, each one of these women, maybe Kate Winslet more than Cameron Diaz, takes a real risk in leaving their comfort zone. And I think it's important to always be able to get out of that comfort zone. Yeah, I, re- I really took to that that line about uh, 
to writing yourself as the, the leading lady of your, your own life. I, I think yeah. this is a, it's kind of a strange look at like how you can apply writer's block to your personal life. As far as you just kind of keep going back to that one idea, that one, maybe that one idea you have for yourself with another person or this life that you could lead with them, that you'll do everything possible to, to make that work, even when it clearly will not like, you right. know, the Iris and Jasper thing. I mean, you know, he's not good with Christmas gifts. Uh, they dated, he cheated on her and now he's getting engaged and sees no issue with her still being his support system. She mm -hmm. has done everything possible, bent over backwards to make this idea of a, some sort of relationship between the two of them work. So that's why I don't have as much issue with her giving Jack Black a shot. Do I believe does Nancy Myers convince me that this movie couple, those two of them are going to go off and, you know, be true loves. No, not really, but that's okay. You know, I'm, I'm thinking that right. what I take from it is that Iris is just going to be like, all right, cool. I'm going to start, you know, page one rewrite here. We'll see what Jack Black can provide. And as I said, hopefully he'll sing a little tenacious D and it'll get sexy soon, but um, just stay away from the movie scores, please just stop. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, for Cameron Diaz with Amanda, you know, she is, yeah, she is the one that uh, is being strangely progressive for her character. The fact that she even sleeps with someone on the first night and woos him with the pillow talk mm -hmm. of saying, hey, I'm really bad at this. What? Oh, what we're about to do? Sex. Just let you know, I suck at it. <laughs> like, you know, there's, there's certainly... And bless Jude Law for just saying, I'll be the judge of that. Don't you worry. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> I'll let you know. If I was standing across from... Drew Law drunk and propositioning him. Uh, I probably wouldn't be brave enough to say I suck at this. I would let him discover that soon right. enough. But at that point, I had right. sex with Jude Law, so yeah, I, I win. win. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we think the same way on that day. But um, yes, yeah, I, I like. I think that the movie does succeed with its, you know, general concept of like a page one rewrite, start over, just a reboot, uh -huh. and accepting like other people write off. I, I, that's what makes it so pleasant is that the, the couples that we see here, they, they get together really easily. And I think I like that for a rom-com. Right. I like, you know, we struggled with the breakup a little bit, just in the sense that these characters don't really encounter many problems. And for once, I think that's a good right. thing that that fits with what we're going for here, which is try something different and you'll be rewarded for it. I don't, you know, we don't want to see a melodrama where these characters finally try something different and it's more of the same old shit or it's different problems. I, I think that ruins right. the, the fantasy a little bit. Yeah, both of these women deserve something nice, given what they've gone through. So I think I agree with you. I think it is really sweet that this movie, both of these couples, like they get along right away. There's not this like beginning, like feeling each other out and being like, do I really like? No, you just you enjoy that person's company and you take advantage of that. And then the movie goes from there. I like how kind of simple and sweet those interactions are. Yeah. And uh, my hope here is that asshole sushi guy with Natasha learns his damn lesson. No, That's I, right. No, I pay your I, bills, I, sir. <laughs> pay your dues. No, I really agree with with um the idea of the of kind of re rebooting your life. Like I've 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 really been in that in that situation where you like, okay, well things aren't <laughs> things aren't going exactly the way I want. Let's just let's just start over. So being you know having that self awareness um, and knowing when it's time to do that, um, knowing when it's time to cut people out of your life that might be bringing you down, romantic or otherwise, um, 
definitely I, I have been in that situation. And so kind of channeling really for me, like channeling Iris and knowing, you know, okay, you know, it's time to be the leading lady. Um, let's, you know, let's get some gumption. Also, one thing that I want to take away from the holiday is the fact that you can never have too many cozy sweaters because there are so many amazing cozy sweaters in this movie. I love it so much. (laughs) I feel like you just put uh, people in your social circle on notice. One that you can reboot, restart, rebrand at any moment. But if they want to stay in your life, cozy sweater for Christmas. Cozy sweater. Natasha is saying. That was my wife's big takeaway from this movie is how great the sweaters were. So right? you were not alone, Natasha. That it's is... almost love actually <laughs> level of sweater, white people's right. sweaters. Yeah. 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 Nancy Myers didn't have the, the full on kitchen in this movie like she usually does, but yeah. they went all out with the fashion this time. So mm-hmm. yeah, the had to put the sucked. money somewhere. Cozy sweaters. Good. Yeah. You know, that's something best picture winter moonlight could have used a little bit more white people's sweaters. Cozy sweaters. <laughs> Incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> Who's editing this episode? By I am. The way? I'm leaving it all Good in. God. Oh, thank God. <laughs> that was great. Uh, Natasha gave me the, the perfect excuse to bring up Moonlight again with white people's sweaters. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like, you need an excuse. <laughs> okay. Here it is Arthur's thing. I think this is really good. I'm serious. I'm making him a CD of this tune. Every time he hears it, it should give him the confidence to walk right out there. Okay? Yeah. Here we go. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Grand Gesture. And thank you to our guest, Natasha, who you can follow on Twitter at thedivine underscore Miss N. And please follow her podcast, which is at the RAB Girls for the Radass Bitches podcast. As for us, you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Grand Gesture Pod. Hopefully you are subscribed on Apple Podcasts or your pod player of choice. And if you are, we'll have our next episode very soon. Celebrating and reflecting on the new year and previous years with the Anna Kendrick starring The Last Five Years by writer-director Richard Legravnes. And for that, we have musician Jacob Haller on, also a good friend and fellow podcaster who produces a great music podcast called Tell Me About Your Song. So he's going to tell us a little bit about the last five years. And, uh, yeah, as usual, Dave and myself will provide absolutely zero insight. Hope you check it out. Iris lives next door to Arthur. He's a doodly too. <laughs> So a a scroodly do, is it? I didn't know it. Yeah. And fruitly do. We both said fruitly. I'm impressed. You are a prodigy, a doodle prodigy. <laughs>